Good morning, this is Send7, World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Wednesday the 19th of October 2022. Starting in the Americas today. In Haiti, there have been anti-government protests that appear to have led to the looting of shops. Looting is when many people steal from a shop at the same time. Some protesters said that they were against the US and Canada giving weapons to Haiti's police, and some protesters waved Russian flags, probably to show a rejection of the West. The US and Mexico have proposed a United Nations peacekeeping mission in Haiti against gang violence, Gangs are blocking fuel imports and stopping humanitarian aid from being distributed. There is a shortage of drinking water in Haiti, and the disease cholera is spreading. Some non-governmental organisations have warned that Haiti, as a country, could collapse. Yesterday, United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres said that armed action was necessary to make a humanitarian corridor. In the present circumstances, we need an armed action to release the port and to allow for a humanitarian corridor to be established. Brazil is holding televised debates between President Jair Bolsonaro and former President Lula da Silva before the second round of the presidential election in two weeks. In the first round, Lula won 48% of votes, and Bolsonaro won 43%. In debates this week, Lula has called Bolsonaro a dictator and the king of fake news and stupidity, and said that his handling of the Covid pandemic caused many people to die. Bolsonaro called Lula a national embarrassment, and said that he was a friend of autocrats in Nicaragua and Venezuela. In the United States, more people say that they will vote for the Republican Party than the Democrat Party in the mid-term elections next month, according to a large poll by the New York Times. On November 8th, all 435 seats of the House of Representatives will be chosen as well as 35 seats out of the 100-seat Senate. There are also elections for state governors and other positions. Republicans are believed to be benefiting from low approval ratings for President Joe Biden and a belief that the Republican Party is better for the economy. Democrats now control the House of Representatives. However, Republicans could take control after this election, which will limit the power of President Biden. Europe. Ukraine has said that more than a thousand towns are without electricity because of Russian missile and drone strikes yesterday. People were killed in the northern city of Sumy, the southern city of Mykolaiv, and in the capital, Kiev. Russia appears to have targeted electricity and water facilities across Ukraine. The Institute for the Study of War 
has said that Russian forces are prioritising psychological terror effects on Ukraine instead of battlefield success. President Volodymyr Zelensky said yesterday that Russia has destroyed 30% of Ukraine's power stations since last week. Yesterday, Iran said that it would supply Russia with missiles and drones after previously denying that it has given weapons to Russia. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba said yesterday that Ukraine is considering cutting diplomatic ties with Iran. Yesterday, Russia and Ukraine swapped 218 prisoners, including 108 Ukrainian women, who were captured in the Azov steel factory in Mariupol. In Russia, state media now says that at least 15 people died when a fighter aeroplane crashed into an apartment building on Monday in the city of Yeysk, near Ukraine. In the United Kingdom, opposition parties and trade unions are calling for a general election, saying that the Conservative Party has ruined the economy. This week, the new Chancellor, which in the UK is a finance minister, Jeremy Hunt, has reversed most of Prime Minister Liz Truss's economic policies. Yesterday, Truss said that she has fixed the mistakes she has made in her first six weeks in office. Now, I recognise we have made mistakes. I'm sorry uh, for those mistakes, but I've fixed mistakes. I've appointed a new chancellor. Uh, we have restored economic stability and fiscal discipline. Africa in Ethiopia, Tigray forces said yesterday that they had lost control of the large town of Shide to Ethiopian government forces and their Eritrean allies. Shide, which is close to Eritrea, contains thousands of refugees from other parts of Tigray who had been displaced during the previous two years of fighting. In Somalia, the United Nations has said that people are facing the worst famine in 50 years. Half of Somalia's population is now affected by drought, and UNICEF, the United Nations Children's Fund, have said that in August, 44,000 children were being treated for acute malnutrition. Asia. In Iran, there is concern for the Iranian sport climber Elnaz Rakabi returning from a competition in South Korea. While competing, Rakabi did not wear a headscarf, which is illegal in Iran. Friends of Rakabi say that they have not had contact with her since Sunday. Last night, there was a post on her Instagram profile in which she says that she did not wear her headscarf by accident. However, some of her friends have said that they think that she was forced to write this post. Indonesia has said that it will demolish the stadium where at least 131 football fans died three weeks ago. President Joko Widodo said yesterday that the Kanjurahan Stadium in Malang would be rebuilt to follow the standards of FIFA, the World Football Authority. On October 1st, 
there was a stampede after police fired tear gas at fans who had invaded the pitch. And in Japan, damage has been done to Japan's oldest toilet. A worker at a Kyoto museum accidentally reversed his car into the building in which Japan's oldest existing toilet is kept. A 500-year-old door was destroyed, but luckily the museum said that the toilet can be repaired. A big thank you to Victoria in Germany, Emanuela in Italy, and Daniele, also in Italy, for becoming our newest supporters. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support us, then go to send7.org support. Supporters can also read the transcripts of every episode. I'm very happy to say that Juliet Martin is returning tomorrow, for the first time since June. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow, you will be with Juliet Martin. Have a great day.